It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you Monday through Friday. But I must start off the show by apologizing to some of my loyal listeners out there that have asked me through Twitter this last week. And even one of my friends texted me saying, what's going on? Where's Locked On Panthers? Just had some personal things going on um, the last couple days that I really needed to get through. I need to figure out for myself. Did not feel like I was up for giving you guys the kind of show that you need, the kind of show that you deserve. And I appreciate all the folks that reach out to me. Yes, I'm doing fine. Still trying to uh, get through some things, but I will. Going to persevere. And I'm here to talk Carolina Panthers with you. And honestly, I'm happy to be back talking Panthers as there's a ton going on with training camp continuing down in Spartanburg. The Panthers are headed out to joint practices on Thursday, traveling today on Wednesday up to Indy prior to Sunday's preseason opener against the Indianapolis Colts. We'll get into that, what Matt Rule had to say after practice on Tuesday morning about what he's expecting to see from his unit as they head up there to Indy to go against the Colts, a team that was in the wild card of last year's AFC playoffs. Also, just some updates on injuries. Linebacker is really thin right now. Can one Panther step up, or is it time to go out there and find someone like I've been imploring this team to do? And the quarterback. Sam Darnold's been having a pretty good camp. What could that mean as there's still some issues with the first two opponents for the Carolina Panthers heading into the 2021 season? Again, guys, make sure to follow the show on Spotify. You can rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Odyssey, Spotify, as I already said, anywhere. Anywhere you get the show, check it out. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council or every Friday throughout the rest of of the preseason and training camp. We'll have our weekly Friday mailbag, so go ahead and get your questions in right now. Already got some questions trickling in already from last week and this week, so I'll get to those on this Friday. Let's go ahead and start off the show talking about the unofficial depth chart. That's right, it's unofficial depth chart season here in the National Football League, and the Carolina Panthers put theirs out there on Tuesday morning, and you're going to be surprised. Starting quarterback Sam Darnold, of course, starting running back Christian McCaffrey, the top two wide receivers on the team, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Starting tight end, we have two of them. They have a two tight end formation. Left tight end is Dan Arnold. Right tight end is Ian Thomas. And then going across the offensive line, left tackle Cameron Irving, left guard Pat Elfline, center Matt Paradis, right guard John Miller, right tackle Taylor Moten. If you listen to the show These are all things that you should have expected to hear. But looking further down the depth chart, we talked about the quarterback competition last week, at least for the backup position. P.J. Walker, Will Greer, two guys who've split up snaps so far. I've only seen Will talk to the media. I was out of town this past weekend, so maybe I missed P.J. Walker talking. But I get to see him talk to the media. I'm not making too much out of that. Will Greer really appreciated his poignant conversation 
with the media last week and just dealing with all the hubbub about getting a quarterback this offseason, how desperate the Carolina Panthers need to find a franchise quarterback, and that not being him, at least from the fans and also the organizational standpoint, not looking at him, but also just, you know, embracing the role of being the backup in a very important training camp for him. So those two guys sitting there as the top two or still tied as the backup quarterback, backup running back. Reggie Bonifon listed as second on the depth chart. Chuba Hubbard, third. Rodney Smith, fourth. So you look at it right now, Reggie Bonifon, Chuba Hubbard look like to be the two guys likely to make the roster there. Running back, wide receiver, we've talked about who's right there on the wide receiver bubble. Robbie, DJ were always going to make the roster. Obviously, Terrace Marshall drafted in the second round was going to be there as well. David Moore, who looks like he's going to be the top punt returner for the team, was carted off but then brought back. Oh, everything seemed to be fine. He talked to the media also. Afterwards on Tuesday, he's their fourth wide receiver. Those are the top four. And then after that, Keith Kirkwood, Omar Bayless, Brandon Zilstra, and Shai Smith. With Shai Smith and Keith Kirkwood on the third team, which I would assume those would be the two guys who make the roster as of today. And then Brandon Zilstra and Omar Bayless on the fourth team trying to make their way. Greg Little, third on the depth chart at left tackle behind Trent Scott. Dennis Daly is back there as the backup to left guard. Pat Elfline, Sam Tecklenburg, he is the backup center right now. Deontay Brown, the six-rounder out of Alabama who could block out the sun, is backup right guard. And Brady Christensen, someone who a lot of Panther fans out there want to see maybe be the long-term left tackle. Taylor Moten's not going to move to that side. He is the backup to Taylor Moten right now at right tackle. That's how things look on the offensive side of the ball in terms of guys who I think are really... We'll also put out Tommy Trimble is a backup tight end right now. Colin Thompson also considered backup tight end. Had a touchdown last year for the Panthers, a former player for Matt Rule back in college. So that's how the offensive depth chart looks like. Defensively, just looking at the defensive line, starting defensive end, we got Brian Burns, defensive tackle, Derek Brown, Daquan Jones, as well as a starter, and then Morgan Fox also considered a starter at defensive end. And at linebacker, Shaq Thompson as the outside linebacker, Jermaine Carter starting at middle linebacker over Denzel Perryman, something to add there. And then right outside linebacker, starter would be Hassan Reddick. Uh, then the cornerback starters right now, Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn. None of that is surprising considering especially A.J. Boye spent it for the first two games. And the Carolina Panthers, Scott Fitter, Matt Rule mentioned on draft night back in May that they brought in J.C. Horn to be able to start day one opposite of Dante Jackson. That will be the case when the season kicks off against the New York Jets earlier in, in early September. Almost, what, a month away, right? And then free safety, Jeremy Chen. Strong safety, Justin Burris. Some of the important backups, backing up Brian Burns, you have Marquise Haynes on the second team. Then Christian Miller on the third team opted out last season. Not quite sure whether Christian Miller will be back on the roster permanently this year. We'll find out. Davion Nixon, the fifth rounder out of Iowa. He is a backup to Derek Brown and Aaron there at the defensive tackle spot. Bravion Roy backing up Daquan Jones out of the other defensive tackle spot. Etor Gross-Matos, the second-round pick in 2020, is backing up Morgan Fox currently as far as defensive end goes. And then, you know, the linebacker position is interesting. Like, Frankie Louvu, outside linebacker, he'll make the roster, play with the Jets last season. He's backing up Hassan Reddick, Denzel Perryman, like I mentioned, behind Jermaine Carter, and then Julian Stanford behind Shaq Thompson. And Clay Johnston, a guy who's gotten a lot of play recently with Shaq out and with Perryman out, he's listed as a third-teamer at middle linebacker and also the cornerback position. And there's going to be a battle to make this roster. Dante, JC, AJ Boya, obviously all going to make it. Rashawn Melvin, the second teamer, playing for his ninth team, a veteran. He should make it. 
Now, looking at the third and fourth team. Third team, Keith Taylor, sixth-round pick out of Washington. He's secure on the roster right now, I would imagine, possibly. Stan Thomas Oliver, a special teamer, seventh-rounder out of Florida International last year in 2020. He's there. Troy Pride Jr., fourth-rounder out of Notre Dame, South Carolina native. Fourth team. Did the Carolina Panthers carry four cornerbacks, or sorry, seven corners? I have a hard time thinking that Troy Pride does not have the kind of size that the Panthers are looking for. As Scott Fitter comes over from Seattle, he does not have that traditional build, which is why they brought in Rashad Melvin, Keith Taylor, of course, J.C. Horn at their first pick in the draft, and Stan Thomas Oliver rather is a better special teamer. So Troy Pride looks like he's on the outside of the roster bubble looking at this unofficial depth chart. And then backing up Jeremy Chen, I've talked about my issues and concerns at safety. Kenny Robinson, who was drafted in fifth round last year, formerly West Virginia and played in the XFL. He's back up in Sam Franklin as well. Miles Hartsfield, someone who the team I've heard really likes, is sitting there as a fourth stringer at strong safety, but he also is a special teamer, so he might be able to make the roster in that way. Not quite sure. Looking at special teams. As we look at the rest of this unofficial depth chart, and this is interesting as well to me. Kick returner, Trenton Cannon did a fantastic job there last season. Shai Smith is also returning kicks. C.J. Saunders, don't imagine C.J. Saunders will win the roster. David Moore, top punt returner. Shai Smith also there. So Shai Smith is trying to make his way on the roster, potentially as a kick returner, which would be great for the six-round pick out of the University of South Carolina. The holder, Joe Charlton. The punter, Joe Charlton. The kicker, Joey Sly. Neither one of those guys have competition. Who has competition? J.J. Jansen. I've joked about this, but I actually really am interested to see what happens. I felt like it was a no-brainer that the Carolina Panthers, just based off of youth, would be picking Thomas Fletcher to be their starter at long safe, at long snapper rather. once they got out of training camp. Currently, J.J. Jansen is a starter at as the first guy, and then Thomas Fletcher... Alabama is the second stringer for long snapper for the Carolina Panthers. We will see how that goes as the competitions continue. But a few things that stood out to me definitely are the wide receivers where Brandon Zilstra stands as a guy who was a pretty good special teamer for last year. Of course, Greg Little is a third teamer at left tackle. And then Troy Pride sitting there as a fourth teamer at cornerback. If you're looking at some of those roster bubble guys, that's something to definitely look out for as well. And then, of course, Ian Thomas currently listed as a starter as he's second starting tight end so that's the unofficial depth chart for the Carolina Panthers if you hadn't checked it out and those are my thoughts and we'll get into more of what's going to happen later on this week Thursday the Carolina Panthers heading up to Indianapolis for joint practices with the Colts what did Matt Rule have to say about that on Tuesday we'll get to that in just a moment you guys know that bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing you can track all the action at bet online Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, UFC MMA action, college football coming up, and of course, the National Football League is back if you're ready to bet on some preseason action. Plenty of games going on this weekend. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Carolina Panthers are headed up today to Indianapolis for joint practices starting on Thursday against Frank Reich and his Colts team. That's going to be minus Carson Wentz. Also going to be minus Quentin Nelson. They're all pro guard. And they're going to be splitting reps, apparently, between their two quarterbacks. The fourth rounder out of Washington last season, Jacob Eason. And in this year's draft pick out of the University of Texas, Sam Ellinger. Those two guys apparently have been splitting reps as first-team quarterback, which will be interesting to see how the Carolina Panthers defense is able to get a look with those two guys out there. And, I mean, I wouldn't be the most excited if I was Matt Rule knowing that my first-team defense is going to be seeing an extremely young quarterback in both of those guys. And neither one of them, I think the Indianapolis Colts can have that much confidence in, especially with Jacob Eason getting the first kind of look as a starter with Carson Wentz out for the next five to 12 weeks with the foot surgery that he had and when he's going to be available, who knows? But that's not our problem. That's the Colts' problem. But the Carolina Panthers are certainly trying to get something out of these joint practices. Matt Rule spoke to the media on Tuesday about heading up to Indianapolis and what he's looking to get out of these joint practices with Frank Reich and his team. Yeah, I think I think the, the joint practice is going to tell us a lot about who we are, you know, and just, um, you know, we've had two competitive days the last two days and then now we'll compete against somebody else. And, you know, we're talking about some great players that, that Indy has. So it would be a great measuring stick for our guys, both on a personal level and on a unit level and a team level. Hey, where are we compared to them? Um, so I'm excited. You know, Coach Reich's a great coach. And, uh, a great chance for me to learn something from him as well. In particular, everyone's going to want to know what units Matt Rule is looking forward to seeing go up against the Colts. He also answered that question on Tuesday morning. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. I mean, I, mean, I think it's better, you know, I think the offensive and defensive lines, it'll be a great test, you know, not going against each other, going against someone new. I agree with him. Absolutely. I want to see what this defensive line can do against that Colts offensive line. Now, Quentin Nelson, he's not healthy. He won't be out there, but still, the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in the National Football League. And the Carolina Panthers went from being one of the best pass rushing teams in 2019 to one of the worst in terms of sack totals. Yes, guys like Brian Burns got a ton of pressure, just weren't able to get home. And this year, I think Brian Burns is going to get home. He's be able to get double-digit sacks. You also add in the fact that you have Hassan Reddick. You bring in Morgan Fox. I think Gross Matos, healthy. Add something. Marquise Haynes quietly had four sacks last season. Who knows what you might get out of Davion Nixon, who was the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year this past fall playing college football at Iowa. What he can be is potentially as a rush three technique inside on those three-man fronts. I'm very curious to see what this defensive line can do. It's one of the units I'm very excited about heading into 2021. You listen to the show. You know how I feel about these guys. And I'm very, very interested to see how they stack up across those two days. And then even on Sunday, as we get into the preseason opener against the Colts. So those are things I'm definitely looking out for heading into it. And the offensive line, I have my questions, my concerns about how good that unit can be this upcoming season and Cam Irving 
He was in a red uniform on Monday. On Tuesday, he was in green, meaning he was limited. So how much of a role will he play? Got to see Taylor Moten get a lot of snaps out there at left tackle. And this might be an opportunity, honestly, if we're looking at it, for potentially Taylor Moten to give a reason to why he should be the starter at left tackle over Cam Irving, even though Cam Irving has said that it's his position to lose. But looking inside, though, that's probably where my main concern could be. Matt Paradis bounced back last year after giving up a lot of pressures, not being great, coming off a broken leg in his first year as a starting center here in Carolina in 2019. But you have Pat Elfline, John Miller. Two guys who, Miller, just fine last year. Elfline has really struggled in his career, both in Minneapolis with the Minnesota Vikings and then last year with the New York Jets down there in the Meadowlands. Someone they're going to have to face is going to be DeForest Buckner. An all-pro defensive tackle. The dude is an absolute stud. A guy who just got the bag a year ago. He is a problem. Quiddy Pay, I love out of the University of Michigan. He's also going to be a very good pass rusher, I think, in this league. They're going to get a good look at one of the best defensive players in the National Football League on the defensive line. And no, it's not even point count out. Also for the offense, having to go up against another guy who just got the bag and Darius Leonard, the highest paid linebacker in the National Football League right now, topping Fred Warner of the San Francisco 49ers contract with a daily sign this past weekend. That's going to be really interesting for me to see how the Panthers offensively stack up against those guys. Because we look at it, we want to know how Sam Darnold's going to do. And Matt Rule was asked about that. What he wants to see from Sam Darnold going up against the Indianapolis Colts defense in the joint practices leading up to preseason opener on Sunday. Uh, you know... Um just a different defense right you know you get you get kind of used to hey run this play versus our you know our defense you see a different look different mic points you know so to me the quarterback you know he's involved in everything for even a simple run play he has to make decisions on so um it'll be good and then i just think you know you know getting a two-minute drill versus them you know which we have planned some different things like that just just a different uh just a different change of scenery all of it will be good it's great to get a new look and see someone different you've seen the same guys for the last two weeks it's time to finally see someone different, get some good new looks, as Matt Rule mentioned. And as we continue this evaluation process of Sam Darnold, which I don't really feel like can really start until the season begins and even passed in, you got to give it a couple weeks. And I've said, let's not make a referendum on every single Sam Darnold throw and interception, whatever happens, whether it's positive or negative. Let's just breathe and give it some time and then see how things go. But I'm very curious to see what's going to happen here in Indianapolis this week whether it's on Sunday or it's the weeks, the, really the days leading up to, I think that's where you're going to really get the most work in terms of the first-team offense versus a first-team defense in Indianapolis Colts. You're not going to see, I think, too much of them playing in game one. I'm not really sure how Matt Rule and his staff, because we've never seen him in the preseason, I'm not really sure how they're going to go about deploying their first-teamers throughout week game one, game two, and game three. No fourth preseason game, which they typically wouldn't play in anyway. The dress rehearsal is usually the third game. Does that now become the second game? Does it save the third game? I don't know. But we will find out soon enough. And is he someone who has the same thought of Sean McVay, where Sean McVay said, "You're I'm never going to play Matthew Stafford in the preseason as long as he's here? Protected quarterback at all at all costs. But also Sam Darnold needs to get snaps. So I don't, that's not something I think Matt Rule would do. Just thinking out loud of, what I'm really curious to see with Sam Darnold, how he's going to respond as he heads up to Indianapolis this week. And then, of course, we had a fight last week between Troy Pride, who's on the roster bubble, and Robbie Anderson. Will there be fights this week in Indianapolis? Matt Rule, 
not going to be a fan if it actually happens, as he said on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I mean, we want to be competitive, but we also, you know, we, we want to respect the game, respect their players, respect ourselves. So we're not looking for any fighting, any extra stuff. You know, we are, we're looking for us to compete. When we get there, you know, our, our captains will talk to their captains or, you know, the, our leadership guys will talk to their leadership guys. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll act like pros. So as I said, looking forward to see how the Panthers stack up against the Colts, a playoff team from last season, a team that has a gauntlet to start the year. That is Indianapolis. And not quite sure how they're going to handle that without their starting quarterback, Carson Wentz, who struggled last year when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. And then, of course, their all-pro offensive guard, Quentin Nelson. Now, they have two absolute studs, as I mentioned, on the defensive side of the ball in the Forrest Buckner and Darius Leonard that should be able to help them carry the day. Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator, has done a fantastic job since basically being left at the altar, in a way, by Josh McDaniels, who took the job and decided to go back to Indianapolis. He's been a great find for Frank Wright because that team has had a ton of success in their three seasons together there in Indianapolis. Um, Quick pause again, and then let's talk about some of the other things going on. There's some interesting news across the NFL that could affect the Panthers, especially with their first two opponents. There's also injuries that I have some current concerns about. And then one Panther is having a solid camp, and I am honestly really happy to see it so far, even though I know a lot of you think I'm a hater. I'm not. I'm very excited for this player, this player and I'll get to that in just a moment. Keep telling you guys about Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein bar ever, and Built Bar has nine delicious flavors in something for everyone out there, including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. They are awesome, and they are soft and easy to chew and covered in 100% chocolate. And a great thing about Built Bar is if you don't know what flavor you want to get and you want to try multiple flavors, you can get a mix box, which means you get two of each of the nine flavors. That's right, 18 Built Bars in one box. You can get every single one of those flavors, two of each, and enjoy them at home and when you're getting in your workout. And you say workout, you're eating Built Bars, peanut butter brownie, mint brownie. Yeah, they're healthy. Most flavors of Built Bar have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Make sure to order yours today by going to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So continue to look at a little housekeeping as we do pretty much in the third segment of every show, just looking at what's going on with the Carolina Panthers. Denzel Perryman still continue to have injury issues. Matt Rule said it's going to take a little bit longer than they expected. That is a concern, considering especially on Monday, Clay Johnston. Seven-round pick of the Los Angeles Rams last year. Played at Baylor for Matt Rule. Danny Kane played the last two games of the last season, Week 16-17, for the Carolina Panthers. He has been in a boot. At least he was on Monday. Did not see any sort of update on that on Tuesday. So that's going to be a concern where a guy who's been stepping in getting first-team reps is not available. Now, this is an opportunity 
of course, for a guy like Jermaine Carter Jr. to step up. He was in the doghouse early on in Matt Rule's tenure. He's out of that at the end of last season as number 52, who he who shall not be named, was not playable at all. Jermaine Carter Jr. showed what he could do on the field. And so far, he has made his way as a starter currently on the Carolina Panthers' first unofficial depth chart. Now, it's unofficial, meaning that like things are going to change. Some of these guys aren't going to be in the roster. Obviously, you can only carry 53, but then you still get the 16. Um, this year, again, in a pandemic season, the NFL also saying that you're going to get limited guys off of IR after spending three weeks instead of eight weeks. Another one of those rule changes I like. And I'm curious, just with the CBA, why they wouldn't have that be a traditional thing year in and year out. So, interesting to see. Jermaine Carter have that opportunity as a starting line, middle linebacker right now. I will continue to say that right now, as of this recording, don't know when you're listening to this, don't know if it came out while I'm recording it. KJ Wright, yes, he's older, but he's been a fantastic linebacker his entire career at Seattle Seahawks. He has the, the um, relationship, I'm sure, with Scott Fitter, who came from Seattle. If you're going to continue to have these injuries and you're going to be running out dudes like um, Julian Stanford and Clay Johnson and Patty Fisher and Jonathan Celestin, like, come on, come on, go out there and find someone who can be a proper middle linebacker and help you this season with Perryman's injuries and also the fact that the guy did not get the shot, which means he's acceptable, like, of course, all of us with breakthroughs, um, to get COVID and negatively affect the team by not being available. And availability is the only thing that matters a lot of times in the National Football League. Speaking of availability, someone who will not be available week two for the New Orleans Saints, their kicker, Will Lutz, one of the best kickers in the National Football League. You'd add him to the list with Michael Thomas and all the guys that went out the door, including Drew Brees for New Orleans Saints this past offseason, whether it was retirement or cap issues. That week two game is becoming even more of a game where you look at it and think that, man, the Carolina Panthers have a great opportunity to win that football game, and they might even have an opportunity to start off 2-0 when you look what's going on with their week one opponent and who's likely to be their starting quarterback, Zach Wilson, the number two pick out of BYU, who's replacing Sam Darnold. And he has not looked good so far at his scrimmage. He had 11 of 24 passing 112 yards through two interceptions and scored just three points in seven possessions. The Jets are going to be a dumpster fire again. God bless Robert Sala and that coaching staff up there, especially after what happened, um, losing one of the coaches recently in a horrible bike accident, like Zach Wilson is, I, I don't have, I don't have a lot of faith in the kid. I mean, he's, he hasn't even really started in the league yet, but week one, the Carolina Panthers defense, they got to get after him. There's no reason. Well, that can't be a resounding win. Yes. It's a national football league. Anything can happen any given Sunday. You got to fight for that inch, all that kind of stuff. Al Pacino, yada, yada, yada. You got to beat the jets. You don't have to either beat the jets. You got a really good chance at home to beat the saints. And then let's not even get into what's going on in Houston. Is Deshaun Watson going to be in a pre- <laughs> David Kelly, no comment, the Houston Texans head coach. Deshaun ain't playing for the Texans again. It's not going to happen. So 3-0, and we've had the conversation like 3-0 and is a real possibility when you continue to look at the issues the Jets have, injuries for the New Orleans Saints, and the fact that the Houston Texans are just like, it's not even like a reality TV show. Like It's not even funny. It's just like sad at this point that they have to deal with what they're dealing with Deshaun. And Deshaun was not even talking about him playing football. He still has all the legal stuff that apparently he's not going to be deposed until after the season. So who knows what happens there? And I'm not going to even entertain the report from Pro Football Talk and the Panthers still quietly interested. They're not, they're not quietly interested in Deshaun Watson. They made it known 
since he wanted out that they wanted him here. So come on, no quiet interest there. But someone who's played well so far in training camp and who might be able to keep Deshaun Watson in Houston or in Philly or wherever the hell he's going to go is Sam Darnold, who has had a great connection to red zone with Dan Arnold. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Like, yeah, we, we, you had two David Moores. Now one of them is gone, of course. You have Sam Darnold and Dan Arnold. Just all the, the similar names on the Panthers roster. It's just you have David Moore. Well, you also have the DJ Moore thing too. But e- either way, Sam Donald's had a pretty good camp so far as it, as I've heard of, especially the last week since pads went on. Sam Donald apparently has been a different player. That's why I'm interested to see how he go, goes against the Colts defense, who we know is a known commodity in this league. The Panthers defense has potential, but still, they're not a known commodity just yet. So this week will be very important just to see how Sam Donald's progressing and if he can have that confidence heading into the 2021 season, something I think has been very important. And something I talked about earlier, probably two months ago, just confidence being the key for Sam Darnold to have success here in Carolina. It's not just what he has around him, but it's what's going up in between his, those two ears and in between his helmet. That noggin, man. Like, let's have that confidence yourself that you can go out there and be that dude, the dude that they draft number three overall to the New York Jets out of Southern California, the dude that Scott Fitter and Matt Rule are sticking their neck out for. May, probably more so rule, obviously, than Fitterer, but they're sticking their neck out for you this season and even gave you the bag next season. Not that big of a bag, comparatively speaking, for quarterbacks to be the guy. So, like what I've seen out of Sam Donald, interested to see what we're going to see this week. Not going to make any really judgments either way because we have a long way to go to figure out whether Sam Donald is going to be the right guy here in Carolina. That concludes another episode of the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure, again, to rate, review, subscribe. On Apple Podcasts, check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Odyssey, wherever. Where they have podcasts, we're there. So you can find us wherever. You can also put us on the Google machine, Locked On Panthers. Not Florida Panthers, Carolina Panthers. You don't have to go listen to Locked On Florida Panthers if you want to, if if you're a hockey fan. Especially if you're, look, if you live in Charlotte, you like the checkers, well, that's the uh, affiliate for them. So there is a connection. But you want to listen to Locked On Panthers, like for Carolina Panthers stuff, the NFL team. So thank you for listening to the show. Follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council, where you can follow me, obviously, and then tweet at me or DM me. Don't get crazy. Any question you have for the Carolina Panthers with our weekly Friday mailbag throughout the rest of the preseason and training camp. Every Friday, going to get to that. And then once the season starts, we might change the days, or maybe we won't. I don't know. Fridays, I like Fridays, so maybe we should keep doing that. Who knows? Just getting the questions. Got a lot going on here for you guys here in the next couple days with joint practices and, of course, preseason finally starting up. Maybe going to get another interview in. Someone who's been down there, boots on the ground, want to talk to them. So I appreciate you guys listening as always, and I will talk to you tomorrow. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.